Hi, and welcome. We're delighted that you've joined us here at Tell Me Where to Go, where you'll hear travel tales from all over the world designed to inspire, inform, and get you travelling around this wonderful world. Singapore is one of the food capitals of the world. The food that you get up there is absolutely stunning and you can get any cuisine that you desire. And my partner, Sin, from TellMeWhereToGo.com, she lives in Singapore. And Sin, you had a very, very unique dining experience recently, didn't you? We did indeed, Steve. Some fellow Aussies who are living here in Singapore called us and asked if we'd be interested in doing something very different. So we said, yeah, bring it on. Let's do it. What is it? And she said, oh, you eat in the dark. And she said, you can't see what you're eating, but you've got to guess what you're eating. Sounds fabulous. Bring it on. So we went. The place is called Knox Dining in the Dark. It is. It's just something that you really have to try because even if I described to you, and I'd like to describe to you what happens, it's really hard to, to believe just how dark it is. We've got two people from Knox. We've got Kai. Have you look after the customers. Is that right, Kai? Yes, correct, Steve. I'm the guest relations manager over here at Knox. So okay. any customers uh, walking through the front door, I'll be the first one to greet them. And we also have Bernard, who I believe is one of the waiters. Uh, is that correct, Bernard? Hi, Steve. Yes, you're right. You're not wrong. You're right. Yeah, one of the hosts that's actually working in the dining car, uh, not dining, dining at the bar. That's where you guys met us, actually, where Cynthia met us. When you know that Aussies are coming, it is a great concept to turn out all the lights. So, Sid, what were you expecting before you went in there? When we arrived, we went into a normal bar area. Yeah. And we sat down, there was lights, and, and um, you know, we sat down and we were having cocktails, and I thought, oh, well, they're just going to turn out the lights. Yeah. It's going to be okay. So... We have a briefing there. We sat at the, having our cocktails and we were briefed on what was going to happen. So we were going to be led upstairs to the restaurant and we were going to have platters put in front of us. We would have one platter for entree, one platter for main course and one platter for dessert. And it was explained to us that there was four dishes on each platter. And if we started at 12 o'clock, went to three o'clock, six o'clock, nine o'clock, we would make our way around the platters. In a little bit of nervousness, we all ordered three wines each. So one for each course, we thought. <laughs> That's probably very sensible. That must have been a very light <laughs> night for you, only three wines. Fortunately, we actually <laughs> couldn't add another bottle to it, which was added by entree. So, so we get briefed, this is what's going to happen. And we all have to get up and we put our phones and any Apple Watches or anything that illuminates yep. in a locker. And then we put our hands on our shoulders on the person in front of us and we go up the stairs. Not so dark, you know, there's a candle at the bottom, there's a candle halfway up, I think. We get to the top of the stairs and we go around the corner and it is pitch black. I cannot describe the pitch black feeling where you cannot see a thing. You cannot see your finger in front of your eyes. I've got a hold of this friend of mine in front of me and I'm going, don't you remember, I'm walking along trying to stumble, stumble. Is there any stairs? No, no, we're assured there's no stairs. And then all of a sudden we stopped. We could hear other people 
just muttering and chatting over there, over there, over there. It was the weirdest feeling because you didn't know where they were, but they sounded like they were a bit lower than us, so maybe they were on a different floor. So then Bernard, I think it was you who very kindly started seating us one by one. So I can hear my husband start going, oh, oh. Oh, where's the chair? And I'm like, oh, my God. Because you literally cannot see anything. And then we all get seated and the person in front of me is taken away from me and I'm left standing there in this pitch black. Oh, is everybody still there? You know, it, I've never felt so alone or vulnerable in my life. Eventually, Bernard, thank goodness, came, took my hand, took me and sat me down. I sort of felt who I was next to and who was where at this table of six. Your eyes feel like they are bulging out of your head trying to focus (laughs) because there is nothing but black. Bernard, if you're serving food, A, how do you find where the guests are and how do they know what they're going to eat or don't they know? Right. So it's wow. all about mind mapping in our heads. Yeah. So we actually visualise it in our, in our heads. As for me, uh, I lost my vision in August 2017 and I started working in Knox on 1st of January 2018. So my supervisor, who was a sighted person, actually brought me around the whole level. She actually literally showed me where the tables are. So I had to visualise it in my head itself. So that's how we actually memorise where you go, where the diners are. You obviously know the area very, very well. Sure. Say at this table you had six Australians. So do you have right. to memorise where each one is? Yes, we do because we need to know their names. That's how yes. we try to memorise their names. Yeah, on top of remembering their names, we need to we need to know their special dietaries if they have any, and of course the food that they're having and what are the drinks they're having. So. All this is, a, is actually an information for me. When myself or other my host serve or other servers serve the diners, we'll always call out the di- diner's name so that we can actually really serve the correct food and the correct drinks to, to the, the right person. That's the most important thing. So our main concern is always the, speak, the person with the special diet. Yes, of that's, course. That's the, cha- that's the challenge part. That's yes. the challenging part. Kai, can I presume that the chefs working in the kitchen, they can see? <laughs> yeah, they are all sighted people. So, But I mean, you have lights on in the kitchen, well. do you? They don't have to guess what they're cooking, I'm assuming. <laughs> no, Steve, no. We are scared we might put something different in the food, eh? <laughs> The kitchen must be in a different place to the dining room because obviously there would be some ambient light that came out of the kitchen. Is that right? Is it on a different level? or something? So basically, the kitchen is actually at the level one area, just behind the lounge area where Cynthia and her friend, uh, Premier were sitting. We actually send up the food by a dumb waiter. Yep. And there's actually a sighted person, that we called it the back area, that will actually receive the food and will inform the runner which table this food is supposed to be served at. In the event that the, that table that they are serving has a dietary requirements, it will be placed at the top of the platter so that all the hosts will actually know that the first platter that they're taking out belongs to a person that has a special dietary need. Right. Even our runner is a visually impaired runner as well. Only one sighted person is at the back area. 
Other than that, everything from the serving of the food, from interacting with the guests, is all led by our team of visually impaired hosts. It's extraordinary that it gets put in front of you. You don't know what you're eating. No, I was going to say, because this isn't food that you actually ordered, is it? For instance, you, you would say things like, I can't eat peanuts or whatever, or I don't like coconut or stuff like that. So you would tell them what you can't eat or what you don't like to eat, I presume. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, correct, Steve. When it comes, Steve, you, yep. you put it in your mouth. Well, you, 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 and I didn't let go of my wine glass the whole night because I was so scared it might spill. But, you know, you, you have to pour your water yourself, right? So you have to learn to put your, your finger into the glass so that you can feel when the water gets to a certain level so you know you've got a, a full glass of water. Suddenly your eyes become a little less. You, you stop trying to focus. That's the only way I could describe yep. it. And then you relax a little bit more. But then when you're talking to each other, talking and looking at them where you think they are, but you can't see them. It's the most bizarre thing. But they can hear when you turn away. It's so much louder yeah. when someone turns to face you and talk. So your hearing is suddenly stronger. You know, all your senses just really start to, to kick in. The main thing about food is that we're all tempted by the look of it. Any chef will tell you that food has to look good to make it look palatable. So when you can't see what you're eating what's that experience like we had a spoon and a fork and it was a very good recommendation from bernard i think to use your spoon because you really can't see what you're scooping up from where and you have no idea what shape it's going to be you don't know how long it's going to be what texture it's going to be so you scoop from the bowl and you put it in your mouth and you go oh and then you go oh i know what that is oh and and so we had this lively discussion around the table as to that was that Oh, no, it wasn't. Oh, I can't taste that. But there was one dish that we all thought, it was a main dish, and we all thought we knew what it was, but we all had different answers, and we were all completely wrong. But, Steve, I can tell you, at the end of it, yep. the time goes incredibly quickly. Yep. Like two and a bit hours, I think, we were in there. That, that just flew by. Bernard, after having worked there for a number of years, do you enjoy doing the job and also do you enjoy the reaction from the diners that you encounter i do i, I do enjoy working here because number one this is this is a fantastic place that i can actually work in my comfort zone yeah uh, that's number one because for to be to get a job for which it's not easy because it's technical stuff right when i was offered this job i was like overjoyed to answer your second question yes i enjoy working here because also it's, it's always nice to listen to diners argue with each other you know, and say, hey, no, I tasted this, you know, and sometimes I can be such a bitch, I actually stick it. <laughs> Especially if, like, you know, it's been a big group, or, you know, I can a bitch sometimes. Yeah. So it is, it is nice, and it's always nice to listen to the, the diners' conversation because at least I know that they're experiencing my world. And you'll be surprised, some actually miss their mouth when putting the food. <laughs> And Kai, how popular is this concept? Do you find that as word of mouth is your best sort of promotion? We get most of our customers actually from word of mouth. Yep. But it was a bit challenging to actually build up the business uh, actually once the lockdown period ended over here. So, But since then, we have started to actually to see our business picking up. Now that traveling is restricted and a lot of countries are yes. trying to get their COVID-19 pandemic in order, actually people will actually look for other ways to get new impressions and experiences. So we also hope that people will continue to support us through these tough times so that we can actually continue to offer this dining concept and job opportunities for our visually impaired as well. 
Okay, well, Knox dining in the dark in Singapore. Bernard and Kai, thank you very much for chatting to us and thank you to Cynthia. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check back on our website for other stories, specialists, funny travel tales and anything else you might need to plan and safely enjoy your next trip. We look forward to hearing you back again soon. <music>